Hi, I'm Jill. And I'm Erin. You're listening to Banter and Dish Podcast. We'll share relatable stories and recipes with a hint of humor and a dash of delight. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to Banter and Dish Podcast. Pretty much the format of the podcast is that we chat a little bit and then we chat a little bit about a recipe we've made. And today's recipe is three ingredient peanut butter cookies from Give Me Some Oven. Please follow or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite streaming platform. And if you listen on the Apple Podcast app, we would love it if you give us a rating. All right. Yeah. And we hope you all had a great holiday week or whatever you celebrated in the last couple of weeks. Hope you enjoyed it. We're coming up here on the end end of the year, the end of 2020. (laughs) This is it. The year that everybody despised. And I think we're looking forward to some good things in 2021 with uh, this COVID hopefully coming to an end. Yeah in 2021 or at least getting under control so yeah we're wrapping up the year yeah this is it the last week i know we're putting this episode up on december 31st whether you listened or not we hope you have a great new year happy new year everybody happy new year (laughs) 2021 we made it (laughs) i know we survived 2020 hallelujah survived 2020 my birthday's coming up January 14th. Yes. Yeah. So a couple weeks back, Erin, you talked about the national birthday celebration, right? I did come up with that idea. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted some feedback from the listeners about that. What do you guys <laughs> think of that? Would you like that to have a one day celebration where that's the only day that everybody celebrates birthdays? Or do you like having your own celebration? And, you know, just since we know the world's not really going to change to the national celebration. What do you guys like to do to celebrate your birthday? How do you celebrate? What are some of the fun things you've done in the past? Have you had bad, you know, sad birthday stories, good birthday stories, surprise birthday parties? Yeah. Let us know some of your traditions, how you celebrate if, or if you don't celebrate. I, I still want to hear about that. Yeah. Let us know. If you know us on a personal level, text us what you do. If you yes. do not have our cell phone number... Email us on our uh, Gmail account at banterandishpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know. And we're going to talk about what you guys have to say. Anything exciting happened this week? You were off school, so that's exciting. Yeah, we got all that snow. Oh my gosh, we sure did. I think we got about 10 inches, give or take, around the area. At least, yeah. Which made me realize we had talked about living in the suburbs with no sidewalks. And now I realize what a perk that is because... (laughs) to shovel my sidewalk. Oh yeah. And my back is really hurting from that. Oh. We've been kind of sheltering at home for the last, you know, how long? 9, 10 months. So I haven't had a lot of physical activity, so I had to go out and shovel and I waited until the next day so I wasn't shoveling as it was falling, so it was a good 10 inches I had to shovel. Well, had you shoveled while it fell, you would have been shoveling all day long because it just didn't stop, did it? That's true. Yes. I've done that before where yeah. you know, I just shovel every couple hours just to keep up with it. Right. This time I decided uh, to be lazy and I don't know if it was a good choice or not. So yeah, my back is a little sore. <laughs> From the shoveling. What do you have to shovel? You don't shovel anything? Well, I guess you have to shovel your front wall, like your path to your house. I have steps up to the house. I shoveled those for the mail carrier. My driveway is flat. But to get started, we shoveled a path from the steps to the street and I shoveled a bit of the driveway. And then the next day I shoveled more of the driveway and I think I finished it up even. I believe I shoveled Wednesday, Thursday and Friday Yeah, just to kind of get rid of the rest that I kind of left and was lazy about. 
But I have a funny story about the 10 inches of snow that was in my backyard and getting some uh, urine and stool samples for my dog's vet appointment. Oh, wow. I was really going somewhere else with that. I thought you were getting urine and stool samples from Lloyd. Oh, well, no. He usually uses the toilet, but Lucky uses the backyard. Okay, my dog had her yearly vet exam on Friday. Leading up to the appointment, just to kind of set it up, my dog is older. She is 11. She's a larger dog. She's been kind of challenging over the last six months to a year. She's always been kind of challenging because she has a lot of anxiety, but Mm. she is developing the canine dementia. Uh I think it's called canine cognitive disorder. And I wasn't sure that that's what it was, but the vet kind of said she has the classic symptoms of it. But anyhow, Uh so I spend a lot of nights on the couch with her Mm -hmm. because she howls a lot through the night and barks and she's like, really fussy. The dog has her appointment. They say, try to bring a urine sample, try to bring a stool sample if you can. So Friday morning and all this 10 inches of snow, I go out into the backyard with her and she will not pee or poop if I put her on a leash because she's used to just having her freedom in the backyard. If I stay kind of close to her, I usually can catch a pee sample. It kind of freaks her out that I'm like following her around in the backyard. (laughs) I usually don't do that. <laughs> right. Oh gosh. So she went tearing out into the backyard and I'm like running after her. She stopped and I'm like, okay, she's going to pee because she usually pees first. And so I put the pan under her and I was like, wait, that's not the pee squad. <laughs> and so that I pulled the pan out because she's like starting to poop. <laughs> she fortunately did not poop in the pan. Like I have baggies in the one hand. I grab some poop out of the snow. <laughs> So I have my stool sample, but then she tears off running to the other end of the yard and I'm like running after her in 10 inches of snow. And I'm like, wait, wait. And I hoped that she would like get there and kind of sniff around before she squatted and maybe I would catch up to her, but she didn't. I was like, no. Oh man. But then you didn't get it. I didn't get it that time. This was a couple hours before we had to leave for the vet. So uh, then about an hour you later. Had a chance. Yeah. We went out again and I did get the pee that time. So I had my pee and my poop. So happy. Wow. The things you do for your pets. <laughs> but I'm sure if somebody had a video camera. I would have been pretty funny. Yeah, your neighbors were entertaining. Chasing her down in the backyard (laughs) in all that snow. (laughs) Did you have like snow boots or something? Because you must have gotten like completely. Oh, yeah. Wow. That that is. (laughs) I almost thought, okay, I'm not even going to bother. I'll get a stool sample whenever the snow goes away. And they're just going to have to get the pee on their own because they they will like use a catheter. Oh, yeah. But okay, one, she hates the vet so much as is. I don't want to torture her any more than she probably feels tortured. Plus, I thought, I bet if they extract the urine that way, probably costs more. And you know, vet appointments are Mm -hmm. always so expensive anyway. So they charge for everything. I was really hard for that urine sample and I did get it. (laughs) (laughs) And your dog thinks you're a complete weirdo. (laughs) Right. She's like, why is there a pan under my butt? appreciative of this effort at all. (laughs) Apparently she did really great at the vet. And, you know, because of COVID, you just go to the back door. I just call them and tell them you're there. They come out and get her. And they said she did great. So I'm thinking, can't we do this every year, people? She's a hot mess when I'm in there with her. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But anyhow. What was the outcome of the urine and the The outcome, well, I'll find out for sure on Tuesday because she's having her senior, you know, 
blood work and like urine sample and they should get the results back on Tuesday. The other outcome was that she's in great physical condition, he thinks, unless something comes back Apparently, in the samples. If she could run through 10 inches oh, of snow to get away from you. She is quick. That takes a lot of strength. <laughs> but she's in great physical condition for an 11-year-old dog. And he also said she has wonderful teeth for an 11-year-old dog. Do you brush them? <laughs> do you? I said, no, I do not. Oh, <laughs> she, okay. she chews a Kong and that must be why. I don't know. Wow. Good genetics. Maybe, <laughs> but then we talked about the other stuff going on, and he said, "Yeah, those are classic symptoms for the canine. I think it's called canine cognitive disorder." Mm-hmm. So, so what are the symptoms? Does she seem to forget where she is, or like how does what is that? She what's... seems frustrated a lot. She uh-huh. barks, especially at nighttime. She barks and paces. She'll like go to the back door and she'll just stare at us and bark and bark and bark. And we'll get up to let her out because that's what you know. She's at the back door barking. And then she'll jump away from the door, like, nah, I'm not going out. And then she'll also stare into space like she's looking at Um, a ghost. I was going to say, are are you sure she's not sensing a spiritual presence? I mean, she might be. I need to to get over there with my equipment. Me and TJ need to get over there with our equipment. Yeah. So, I mean, back in the day when she used to do that, I would think it was a ghost. But now I'm like, she's doing it all the time. There's always somebody over my shoulder, apparently. Either that or I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, she howls all night long. She barks all night long. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's she's frustrated with the world. Mm, So That's sad. Yeah. Oh, frustrating. I didn't know that could happen with dogs. I did not either. But unfortunately, a friend of mine had this happen with her dog recently. When she was describing her dog's symptoms, I was like, hmm, that sounds kind of like lucky or else I wouldn't have even known to bring it up with the vet. Mm -hmm. I would have just thought she was being lucky because she's always had a lot of anxiety and kind of, bar. you know, she was a fussy dog, but now she's like extra fussy. And I was like, huh, this seems a little bit more than her normal self. Hmm. Well, it's kind of sad, but I guess, you know, can't, can't prevent them from aging. So I guess that's just part of their life cycle. Yeah. So, and she's 11. So what is that? 77. If it's true that a dog's Uh lifetime is seven years for one year, I don't know. But yeah, my favorite part about Facebook is the memories. I look at my memories Mm -hmm. every day. Usually every once in a while I forget, but I forgot how black she was. She was such a black dog. And then now her her face is like, she's a reverse raccoon, Lloyd said, because she's all white around her eyes and down her snout. Yeah, she's a cutie. Oh, you should post a picture. I will. Post a picture for our listeners to see her. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Post your pup, and then all of our listeners share a picture of your um your pet animal yeah. or family members. Yeah, we'd love to see. I know some of our listeners personally that have some four legged. Yes, uh, I do too members so we want to see these pictures that would be fun hey she rocks that gray hair though i have to say she's a a cutie yeah she's adorable thank you i had nothing to do with it but thank you (laughs) (laughs) she takes after you jill she sure does all that gray (laughs) no 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 all that beauty yes Um, yes yes (laughs) thank you God, this conversation is getting bizarre. It is. Well, <laughs> when is it, Anta? Let's be real. Yeah. It's kind of hard to compliment somebody's dog. Right. Um, yeah. It's sounding a little bizarre. Yeah. Your dog is cute. Thanks. It takes after you. I sure <laughs> think so. I sure. Uh, well, I hope I'm not as like howly no. and uh, 
whatever as she is, but I'm sure I have my moments. I'd love to get Lloyd's opinion on that, I think. Well, he better just only have positive yeah. things to say. Well, if he wants to keep getting his meals at, right. at dinner time, right. his banter and dish meals, he better say something nice. Well, it probably depends on if it tastes like liver or not. You're not adding broccoli, for God's sake. Right. If it's rice pilaf, he's all in. <laughs> Guys, you have your hands full with Lloyd and the dog. I know. I really do. Your, your kids are grown, but you still have to juggle. Juggle, juggle the, L, the L beings in my house. Yeah. Oh, wait. You know how we talked about snow people versus snowman <laughs> yes. last week? I thought... That's still sitting with me. I'm going to be honest. That's still sitting in my mind. Like, no, wait. Right. This is blowing my mind. But listen, man is like a person too. So after we got off the Zoom call last time, I thought... Couldn't they be called snow beings? <laughs> snow beings? Snow creatures? I don't know. Well, I, I think that's where I got a little, because I'm like, well, they're not really people. So how would they But they're would not they really be? a man, you know? Not a man, no. I mean, would snowman be... How about snow things? Snow balls. <laughs> Snowballs stacked. Snowballs stacked. Stacked snowballs <laughs> with faces. <laughs> Did you guys get out to make a stacked snowball <laughs> this weekend? Yeah, that's I like the stacked snowball. Did you get some stacked snowballs with possibly carrots and rocks? I'm going to start asking people that. Did yeah. you make? Did you make any stacked, stacked snowballs? Snowball. We're coining that name. Read the word, people. And they will look at you just as the uh, children at the holiday shop looked at me weird when I said snow people. <laughs> when you say, hey, did you make any stacked snowballs this weekend? They will look at you just in that same way. Did you stack any snowballs in tiers of three this mm -hmm. weekend? Yeah. The bottom one being bigger yeah. than the other two. <laughs> triangular, but not really stacked snowballs. Rounded <laughs> triangular stacked snowballs in threes. That's what it's going to be called, people. It has to be. That makes more sense than a snow person. Yeah, or a snowman. Or a snowman. <laughs> or a snow being or a snow creature. A snow being. That would make me think alienish, maybe. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. when I. But I was like, yeah, that sounds alien. No creature. Yeah, they're kind of, I mean, what are they? I mean, are they mythical, magical? What, what the hell is it? I don't know. I mean, from the mind of somebody. Yeah. How are they created? Right. Who even thought to do that? Yeah, that's a good question. I bet none of our listeners even know this. Here's probably what happened. Somebody probably <laughs> rolled a big snowball and then they're like, you know what? Let's roll another. But then they're like, wait a minute. This one's not quite as big. Let's stack it on the other one. And then they rolled a third that was a little smaller and they looked at it and thought, you know, if we put a hat, a scarf, some rocks and a carrot, maybe some yeah. tree branches out the side, that might look like a person. Okay. Yeah. Good point. So maybe it is meant to be a person. I think it is. So yeah. I mean, okay. Maybe the snow person would be a correct term for it. Yeah. So who was that person? Who was the first person to ever make a snow? We're going to have to look at Wikipedia. I don't even know if that's out there in the world. We might have to discover this on our own. No. We're going to have to do some digging. Do some deep research and like literature and everything. When was the first snowman mentioned when was the first snow person recorded in history mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> if anybody knows feel free to share but <laughs> the history of the snow person i bet it's out there how many other people i mean you said your mom yeah you know, refers to the snow person is there anyone else anyone else ever thought to do that i wonder I, i've never heard that before mom penny if you could put in the comments on our facebook post when you started doing that that would be helpful yeah. And had you heard somebody else do it yeah. or did you come up with this on your own? We want to know because 
It's troubling Erin. She can't sleep at night. <laughs> it is really blowing my mind. I'm telling you. Okay, wait. I Googled it and there is some interesting stuff. <laughs> On the snow person? There is a book called The History of the Snowman. No way. Are you serious? By Bob Eckstein. E-C-K-S-T-E-I-N. Do you have that in your library? You need to rent that book. I'm going to have to see if we have it. It must be really cool to work in a library because you have so much information right at your fingertips. You can like look up anything based basically, if you are curious about botulism, right? Or, you know, anything (laughs) or seeds, you know, cyanide and apple seeds or dogs, dogs, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah, talking about our dogs and how, how they can how do the dogs communicate? And if they actually understand a human language, I think we all kind of would love to know what our dogs are thinking and hear hear them actually talk. But could you imagine if they actually did speak? (laughs) I can only imagine. And that would be really freaky, I think. Especially when my dog's staring into space behind me. Oh, yeah. And she's like, hi, (laughs) person who looks like a snowman. A little odd, but uh, maybe not. Cold and white. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Very pale. Very pal. Snow pal. <laughs> hey, that's what we could call them, or oh, snow, snow pals. Pal. I like snow pal. I yeah, do I like too. that. I love that. That sounds a little more uh, friendly. And kid friendly, anyways. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think that'll scare the kids away. I, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't think so either. Snow pal. Snow pal. So this weekend, go build a snow pal before all the snow melts in southwestern Pennsylvania. All right. So Erin, this week I made three ingredient peanut butter cookies from Give Me Some Oven. Mm. And I know you you said you didn't get a chance to make them, right? I know my class is over and I'm supposed to have like more time, but, and it's true. I probably do have more time, but I've spent a lot of time um, like doing nothing because of just like kind of decompressing, I guess. So you needed the break after all (laughs) the... The mental yeah. challenge of this class that you had. Seriously, yeah. Oh, hey guys, I ended that class with a 98 too, Yay. by the way. I'm Not surprised. I always say, look at my Aww. face. Do I look I shocked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little afraid this one would bring my GPA down. <laughs> this was going to be the class that screws me over. But those cookies, um, you know, initially when you talked about the recipe last week, I was like, oh, I don't know how that's going to mix but when you, I saw your pictures, they look really good. They look very, they are very good. And let me tell you, yeah, they were yeah, delicious. About it. I mean, I wasn't sure how the dough was going to turn out because you kind of yeah. freaked me out last week a little bit when you were like, uh, how's it going to become dough? Yeah. Yeah. And so then I was like, but I looked at their blog posts and they seemed like they were dough, but then I was kind of curious. I was like, wait, how, how is this dough going to look? Mm-hmm. So I did use my KitchenAid mixer and I'm not sure if that's part of what made it turn into the dough because I did actually add four ingredients. I added a, about a teaspoon of vanilla in the one other easy peanut butter recipe mm-hmm. cookie thing. The one did say a teaspoon of vanilla. So I thought, well, I'll just give mm-hmm. it a little. I love the flavor of vanilla. Well, I know what vanilla is, but is, is it just for flavoring? That's all yes. it is used? Vanilla extract. Oh. It adds a flavor usually. I think, I mean, I don't think it does anything other than add flavor to a recipe, but hey, people who actually know what you're doing in the kitchen. We're not the pros. Let us know if, if I'm wrong. I don't know what else it would do. Yeah, I guess it would only be flavoring. I don't know I what think, else. I mean, some things make things rise a little, so, you know, yeah. but I think the vanilla extract just adds flavor. flavor. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you used a little vanilla too. I used okay. a little, va- I put a splash of vanilla extract in. I had those four ingredients in my KitchenAid stand mixer. I started on a low speed and I'm looking at this thing going, I don't 
uh, maybe Aaron's right. Maybe it's not going <laughs> to form into a toe. Oh. So then I jacked that speed way up high. And after <laughs> it was really like, like whipping, whipping, <laughs> it was whipping it good. I, I thought of you, if you had that whisk, I want you to get, I thought, boy, you would have really gotten a workout really fast. <laughs> So I don't know yeah. how it would work if you just tried it with a spoon and a bowl. I'd be really curious. But whoa, with the, okay. the stand mixer, all of a sudden I was like, whoa, that looks like cookie dough. Mm. You'll see on my pictures if, if you follow our mm-hmm. Facebook and our Instagram pages that it did. I sent you my picture, Erin. Yeah. You thought yeah, it did. It look looked like cookie doughy, dough, yeah. right? Yeah. How much did you get out of that? How many? Did you make a dozen or two Whatever's dozen? Whatever's on that you- sheet. You didn't count. I didn't count yeah. them. I didn't either. But it I was, was like one shy of being a full PN and that kind of bothered me, but I was like, you got to let it go, Jill. Like sometimes <laughs> oh, I'm a little OCD and that was yeah. like, oh, not good. No. <laughs> yeah. They looked good. Yeah. yeah. So you put it in a ball and I rolled it in yeah. sugar. It didn't necessarily, it said you could do that, but you didn't have to, but a lot of peanut butter cookies, you know, they have that little sugary coating mm-hmm. on them. Yeah. So I did do that step. And then you press it down with the cross pattern with the fork. Mm-hmm. And then on some of them, you'll see in my pictures, if you follow our pages, I added some dark chocolate chips. Erin mm-hmm. had mentioned last week, oh, maybe you could put a, a Hershey's Kiss on, like a peanut butter, mm-hmm. or what are they called? Peanut butter blossoms or chocolate mm-hmm. blossoms or something. So I kind of wanted that little effect because I love yeah. I love those cookies. I think they're yes, delicious. me too. <laughs> Before I did that, I did taste the batter. And I wanted to know, do people taste With the raw egg? Yes, you do people do that? Egg, I did that. Gosh. I always do that. I taste it. And you, are, I, you are a risk taker. <laughs> I can't help it. I have to taste my, my doughs. I thought this would freak Aaron out. And I wonder who else does this. That, those were my two thoughts. Whenever Everybody I did does it. it except Aaron, I think, basically. <laughs> yes. So listeners, if you taste your dough with a raw egg in it, please let us know <laughs> that I'm not alone in I, this world. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look, I know. I used to eat the brownie batter out of the bowl, you know, yes. with the egg in it when yeah. I was little. It was, it was delicious. It was awesome. My daughter, my youngest daughter just mentioned that. She wanted to try the brownie batter out of the bowl. And I was like, oh, I can't do it. Like, you I couldn't can't let her. What if, just what if? I would feel so guilty. Oh, I always, <laughs> like my mom would let I me know. lick that bowl when I was what? little. I was, and why is it all of a sudden now we can't do it? I don't know. That's why I just always kept up with it. I was like, you know what, people? You build up the 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 intolerance yes. your body can handle a little raw egg. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> the recipe does say parchment paper. And sometimes I've skipped that step. But I did buy it for that pumpkin spice coffee cake. And I know that in some of the reviews, it did say these will stick to the pan if you don't use either parchment paper or some sort of oil or Crisco or something. So Mm. I did use the parchment paper. Okay, so this was the thing that I thought was weird. And I'm not sure if it's my oven or what. But the recipe said to bake them at 350 for six to eight minutes. Mm-hmm. After eight minutes, there was no way those were going to be done oh, okay. in my oven. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to overbake them because I didn't want them to be hard. Right. But I just kept checking them. And I think I really baked them for about 15 to 16 minutes, which is double mm. what the recipe called for. Yeah. It said until they're a little bit brown on the edges. Mine weren't even brown on the edges at that point, but I was like, I can't keep baking these things. I've already baked them double. <laughs> yeah, that's odd. Did their picture look like your? Did it look like yours? Not exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to cook them anymore. Hopefully when they cool, they'll still be a little bit soft. Mm-hmm. But it does say to let them sit on the pan for a minute and then put them on a wire rack to cool. So I did that. 
And the thing that I noticed was when I first had them on the rack, I let them cool for a little bit. And then I went to try one and they were very crumbly. Oh. I thought, oh. But then I noticed once they were fully cooled, cooled, they weren't. They were just like a normal cookie. Hmm, Interesting. I think they're delicious. It would remind (laughs) me, I guess, like of a Reese's cup almost because just it's like basically just peanut butter and chocolate for the most part, right? I mean, did it taste like a Reese's cup to you or? I mean, some of them were just the peanut butter. I didn't put the chocolate on all of them, but the peanut butter ones to me tasted like a normal peanut butter cookie. I couldn't tell the difference between the Mm -hmm. ones that have maybe flour in them. So was yours soft and chewy or a little bit hard? How did the texture turn out? It was soft. Mm -hmm. It kind of had a similar texture to the, which is odd because this had a lot of flour, to the shortbread. Where you know how I was like trying to describe the shortbread and I said something about how it it wasn't moist, but it had a very rich, you know, yeah, it could crunch off almost like the shortbread. But because of all the peanut butter, I think, and then having no flour, it did taste a little bit creamy. Kind of, but not exactly. It's hard to, like, I felt like maybe I could have cooked them just a little bit longer, but to me, it's felt like if I cooked them too much longer, they might've gotten hard, Mm -hmm. but they were good. Mm -hmm. I would definitely make them again. And they were so easy to make. Yeah. I am going to try them because I like peanut butter and it's a good protein energy boosters. I mean, there's sugar in it, which I guess isn't great, but for the most part, it's peanut butter. So I mean, it's a little snack, I think. Right. I was wondering if you could substitute the sugar for a banana. And so it would be peanut butter, a banana, and what was the other ingredient? Egg. Yeah. I wonder how that would be. And I almost want to try that sometime just out of curiosity. Try it. Yeah. You know, I've never had that combination. I like banana and I like peanut butter. I've never had that together. You've never had a peanut butter banana sandwich. No. Have you heard of them? I've heard of them. And to me, it sounds absolutely disgusting. So that's why I've never tried it. But people love it. Yeah. And I love both. I love peanut butter and bananas. But I just, the combo, I never found appealing. So maybe I will venture and try that sometime soon and see if I like it. I thought if you made it that way, and I don't know if it would turn into a dough, and I'd be curious. Yes, like in my mixer, mm-hmm. a banana, peanut butter, banana, and an egg. Peanut butter cookie. Yeah, would it turn into a dough? I don't know. <laughs> I would be very curious to try it. Do you have leftovers of the cookies? Yes. They have to go in the fridge or how do they store? I haven't think? refrigerated them. and oh, okay. I've just put them in a contain, you know, a sealed container. Mm-hmm. They're delicious. I mean, I've I've had some for breakfast some days. I, <laughs> they make a nice little snack. Yeah. Right. My last picture is like me holding one with in my hand. I was working really and good. I, yeah. you know, I was just having a little it. snack at work. Mm-hmm. They look better than I was expecting yeah they they were really good i would love it if some of the listeners tried them i want to see your pictures and i want to hear what you think yeah we would definitely love to find out how it works out for you guys and if you substituted any ingredients added anything i mean i'm sure you can probably add some i don't know chopped peanuts you could also use the crunchy peanut butter but crunchy you know they said maybe peanuts. add some chopped peanuts they suggested yeah. maybe some chocolate like i did i forget mm-hmm. if there were any other suggestions but yeah you could try some other things you could maybe put sprinkles in i don't know yeah but anyhow aaron had a brilliant idea <laughs> i don't know if this is a good segue but the one time yeah, I, thought were, I thought you were gonna talk about a snowman no 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 <laughs> the one time aaron got a spam text because you know you used to get junk mail then you got junk email and now we get junk texts right and your junk text said hi this is jill and blah 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 and you said you wanted to reply are you jill from banter and dish podcast 
<laughs> yeah, it was um, it was before the the election, so it was a political yeah. text, and yeah, I wanted to respond. <laughs> Wait, is this Jill from <laughs> And then I got one that said, "Hi, Jill, this is Aaron," and I was like, oh, "Aaron from Banter and Dish Podcast." <laughs> And so Aaron had this great idea that any time any of you listeners hear the name Jill or Aaron, your immediate knee-jerk reaction should be, oh, Aaron from Banter and Dish Podcast? That would help spread the word. Yeah. Oh, Jill from Banter and Dish? Yes. And we want to make our presence known. Help us out. Yeah. So that people will want to listen. They'll be like, wait, who is this spread the Jill word. or Aaron that you're talking about? This sounds exciting. You're really excited about this. Yeah. <laughs> They'll think, no, I'm not Jill from Banter and Dish Podcast, but I want to know who she is. <laughs> who is she? Yes. We cover good material. I think it's important for us to reach as many people as we can. Right. <laughs> as we can. Our stories are so relatable as we say. <laughs> I found a recipe. It is peanut butter protein overnight oats. Wow, we're on a peanut butter cake. I know, but I've always <laughs> wanted to try those overnight well, oats. Okay, what's an overnight oats? It's like uh, oatmeal, but you put it, you know, you use like oats from oatmeal and you put it in the fridge overnight and it, like it could be a breakfast the next day. Oh, okay. So I've seen a lot of overnight oat type of recipes. Kind of like a convenience thing to yeah. like have it overnight and then have it ready in the morning. It could be a little snack throughout the day or whatever. But this I found on a food blog. The woman actually lives in Pittsburgh oh, wow. and her name is Erin. <laughs> oh, look at that. There's a lot of Aaron's out there that are. I just wanted to represent for the Aaron's from Pittsburgh. And actually what? when I yeah. saw it said Aaron, I was like, wait, Aaron from Answer and Dish Podcast? <laughs> oh no, it's Aaron from the Almond Eater food blog. <laughs> we need to find this Erin and, and get her on the show. Talk to her. Yeah. So anyhow, I thought, well, this will be fun. I think she must have shown up in our Instagram one time because I somehow started following her, probably because she's local, maybe that showed up as a suggestion. I'm not sure. But anyhow, I thought that would be fun. Okay. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I am going to try it this week. I will let you know how it is and that'll be 2021. <laughs> Start the new year off. With, Start the uh, new year off with some, uh, what are they called? Overnight oats. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to Banter and Dish Podcast. This is our last podcast that we're putting up for the year 2020. And we wish you all lots of happiness and good health for you and your loved ones in the year 2021. Yeah, this is exciting. So remember, you can like and follow us and find our recipes on Facebook and Instagram at Banter and Dish Podcast. If you make them, tag a picture of us on our uh, social media. We'd love to see what you're cooking. And also you can find some fun clips and outtakes on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com and search Banter and Dish. So thanks for hanging with us this year, 2020. It's been a crazy year, yes. but it's been fun getting to know you guys and, and hanging out every week. So we look forward to a fun, exciting 2021 with you too. Yes, this was definitely a bright spot to my 2020 and uh, hopefully 2021 just keeps going. Yeah. So stay tuned and stay safe and wherever life may take you this week, try to add a hint of humor and a dash of delight. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year free ingredient peanut butter cookies from Gimme Some Yum or that's not what it's called <laughs> from Gimme 
you're getting your uh your recipe um bloggers yeah, pinch of yum give me some oven okay i made three ingredients yeah, yeah some yummin you know what i just literally now realized you said you were saying new year's new ears yeah. and i had no idea what you were talking about but now i just remembered that we came up with that yeah I said, even me or we somehow we came up with that saying i didn't know what the hell you were talking about oh, that's I'm like, so what? funny erin you have to listen to the banter and dish podcast it is fantastic I, oh <laughs> i'm gonna download it have you heard of this you need to follow I, them I, <laughs> I hear they're fun they're so funny these girls are hilarious oh my gosh they have me laughing <laughs> I'm smiling ear to ear in the car. It's just a really good time. You need to listen to the Banter and Dish podcast. Yeah. I'm going to check those <laughs> girls out.